So, um, what does it mean to be a tzaddik? Um, I've said before that the pasuk in Tehillim that says Sheva Yipol Tzaddik Vakom, Sheva Yipol, seven times you fall, Tzaddik Vakom, but the Tzaddik still gets up, is not to be interpreted as, you know, what makes him a Tzaddik is that he keeps getting up. No. And therefore he's made of a different genetic material than me. No. What makes him and me potentially a Tzaddik is the ability to keep falling and yet keep getting up. That is, you cannot become a Tzaddik unless you fall seven times. So, and for me, you know, the idea that there was some person, not God, but some human being that was was different qualitatively, I just couldn't handle till I came to Breslau. So I want to give you a metaphor that the Degel brings in the name of his grandfather, the Baal Shem Tov. He says, Ki yesh bo chosem ha-melech. Um, the tzaddik has the seal of the king. Chosem emes. Now, chosem is also a metaphor for what? The bris. It's the seal in the human body of the male because he seals a woman with his impregnation that is his chosem, his seal. So a seal uh, is something that I, a signet ring I'm wearing um, and with that seal I impregnate everything in my uh, domain as a king. It has the seal of the king, it means it has the authority. The Pasuk in Eev says that the, that, the, that the clay receives the seal, like the clay receiving the seal, or the red, the red wax. So the Tzadik is called the seal of the Rebbe Hashem. Because he remains consistent with the image of God that's inside him. Means his behavior and his life is consistent with his moral values. His behavior and his life is consistent with the Tselem Elohim that has been forged into his soul. So as long as he is consistent with that Tselem, he becomes the seal of the Tselem. Tselem is an image. Right? And God created man, Betzalmo, in his image. So the Tselem, the image of God, which is in my Neshama, can be my seal if I remain consistent in, by, consistent in my value system, consistent with my Tselem. If I behave in a way that is not consistent with the Tselem, that violates that Tselem, Milokim, then I can't be a seal. <coughs> Now, now listen to what the Degel does with that. You've got you to think very carefully. You've got to picture in your mind the signet ring being impressed on the wax. The the natural uh, physics of the seal. When you impregnate it on the wax, when you impregnate it on the wax, 
Habolten Betochashukim. The letters that are now read read in the wax are the exact mirror image of the letter that was on the signet ring. Like when you see ambulance in your mirror, it's backwards. So the, the letters that are on the signet ring before it goes into the wax are the mirror image of what will appear in the wax. Now remember we just said that the tzaddik has a tzalem of the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So it's not a reflection, it's a mirror image, the way the signet impregnates the wax. The ha'otiot hashokim. Now those otiot that are now carved out of the wax by the impregnation, heim levushim el otiot haboltim. They are merely the levushim, the dressing, the window dressing, the coverings for what the real letters that were standing out on the seal. Umalbishim otom, and dress them up, because without them they would be naked. Now that they're in the wax, you know what they mean. You know what they want to say. It's the mirror image, but it is the reflection of the desire of the king that's now in these letters. If I would read the letters here, they would not make any sense. It needed the wax for those letters to be impregnated so that I can read the message of the king. They are feminine to the masculine. The masculine sticks out, it impregnates, they are the receptacle and feminine to the masculine. So it's a male-female image, right? In fact, we do say that in, 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 in electric, electrical, electricity, right? You take the male and stick it in the wall. Right? Or you take the male thing and... V'lochein kol ha'olam lo nivro elo letzavas lezer And the whole world was only created for that kind of tzavtzavah. Mitzvah is tzavtzavah, it's connection. That connection. And who's the connector? The tzaddik. The tzaddik is the yesod olam. The tzaddik is the one who truly is the wax that reflects the intentionality of the divine message. He is the wax. Now, is he male or female? Female. And when the world connects with that wax, the tzaddik, those letters, then there is a true yichud between the tzaddik who embodies the tzelem elokim, which is the divine wish written boltot sticking out, and him as a receptacle for the divine that's being impregnated and, and, uh, and, and the letters coming out the way they should read. You're saying the tzaddik is the wax, not the, not the ring? The tzaddik is the actual space of the letters that have been impregnated. So if these are, let's say, let's say this is the wax signet, right? And so you have these letters, right? 
those letters have a shape, right? That space that's created by the tselem, the image, the signet ring, pressing in on that wax, that space is the tzaddik. That empty space. And this is a mirror image of what the real intention is on the signet ring, because the letters on the signet ring are the mirror image of this. They're back to front, left to right, otherwise it wouldn't show up this way. So, okay. Kane who gam kane, me she who davuk letzadik. So if I want to connect with the tzadik, and nikra choisem, which is called the seal, he's called the choisem. Vayitziatzvu kamo levush, and that seal is merely the dressing, the levush for what the tzelem that's reflecting the divine. She tzadik nase levush. Then I need to pour myself into this space. And the tzaddik protects me by not allowing me to go outside the indentations. I should do it like this, right? He doesn't allow me to get outside the indentations of these letters. It's a metaphor, obviously. I want to add a couple of things to this. <clears throat> Do you think that it's a pleasant act to have to be a piece of wax and to have someone come down crushing their letters on you? No. That is, we are all aiming to be tzaddikim. That's our job. And therefore, what is the work that we must do so that our wax is truly a reflection of the chosem, the signet ring of the divine, the tzelem that's already within me. There is a tzelem that's in me that is divine. It's a chedek elokah mimal. That is the signet ring. So my whole avoda in Torah and mitzvahs is preparing these spaces and making them empty to allow the impression to be made. When the impression comes down, there is a space made here. What is my avoda? To be that space. The space is created though. When the ring comes in and pushes away, so I would think that we would be talking about nullification of self, letting ourselves be pushed away. Right. Well, or staying pliable. Or keeping that right. empty, yeah. keeping that space empty and not and filling not, it up with garbage. And, and not hard. <coughs> yeah, because you got to be pliable, otherwise... If you're it's wax. Be, if you're going to be, if you're gonna be rigid, right. if you're going to be rigid, wax. it ain't going to happen. Right. And this feminine aspect... Is what we need to become. Why is a chassid? Why does he look like a panda? He wears white socks, shiny black shoes. He wears curls over here. What's he doing? called the feminization of the masculine. That's what he's doing. We are, we are, in a sense, becoming quite effeminate on Shabbos in dressing up in a daintily manner. 
because we are making ourselves a Kaylee for the divine to come flushing in. That is what this is about. Now, that Avodah is the Avodah of Torah Mitzvah because Torah Mitzvah is breaking the crap that fills into these spaces. That, and by me, Kasha to the real Sadiq, I'm he's showing me what the outer limits of these spaces are, not to go beyond the edges of this. And of course, these are, what is this? This is the divine will. The divine will is in the language. If I take it even a step further, last week I talked about that painting from Caravaggio in which um, there is a wound in the body of, and Thomas, the doubting Thomas, is poking his finger in here, right? This is a wound. This doesn't just happen. This gets, like when you take an animal and you brand them with the brand of the farm, right? It's branded into the skin. It doesn't happen. It's a painful procedure. This chaku, right, is a painful procedure. There is a medrash that says, that when Moses was hewing the tablets of stone, so let's say it said Onochi, so he's chipping out the Onochi. What happened to the chips? It fell all around. They were called the psolas. So the Medrash picks up on the pun between psol lecha, we're going to be laning it this afternoon, psol lecha, Carve out for yourselves Shnei Luchos Korishonim, two new tablets after the sin of the Egel, like the original ones. But it says Psolachah, you're going to do it now. The first one was Ksuvim Be'etz Ba'elokim. That was done with God's finger. Now you're going to do it. Psolachah. Meaning, in my recovery from the sins of the past, I have been told, now you have to do it. You have to do the carving of these letters we got to do the work but in the carving what happens they're shavings that mm -hmm. come to the ground mm -hmm. they're called psoles so the medrash picks up on the pun between psolecho and psoles and he says psolecho doesn't mean just mean carve out for yourself but the psoles shall be for you as well garbage. The psolus that comes out of the engraved letters is for you. Well, why would he want his garbage? I don't want to see my garbage. I want to, let, I want to forget about my garbage. It seems to follow you, that garbage. It wherever follows you wherever you go. But, you don't get, but the, God is telling him something very profound. He says, oh, I forgot to tell you, um, the two tablets, they were made out of livinous sapphire. sapphire. Oh, you mean the psoles is shavings from sapphire? Mikan nit asher Moshe. From that, Moses became wealthy. So in my recovery work, what I am suggesting is that we're being told, yeah, you need to be carving it out, constantly carving and carving and engraving. It is a wound. It is only through your wound that you will ever come to understanding what the divine will was for you originally because it has been impregnated into your ego mm -hmm. right the way the signet ring is into the wax but what as you keep cleaning out the space 
making space for the divine making that receptacle for the divine the shavings which is all the crap that you threw out you will become wealthy from the very drives and the horrors and everything that you discarded it's an absolute nothing goes to waste so that everything I am and everything I've done and every pain I've caused others and every character defect that I bring to the table as I do my carving is the treasure in a paradoxical way is the Ashiras that will make me who I am today right. in the Telemelokim. Because nothing was meant everything was meant to be. And even what everything's happened to me in the past was meant to be. To bring me to this moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna discard the past. Psolacha means from the psoiles of yours, all the crap that you've been through and all the shit you're carrying and all the suffering you've done and everything that you've done to others and whatever you have has brought you to this moment today. That's your psoiles. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's made out of sapphire. It's precious, it's precious jewels. It's not what we want. But from that, I'm going to get the engine that fuels my recovery. That's the engine that will fuel me to stay the course and keep this clean. Make this shape what it is and keep it clean. And be Makasha myself to the Tzaddik who's already perfected that. Wow. And that's what the Chosem means. The Chasima is. And therefore, Pinchas who is connected to the bris shalom, the tikkun habris, is able to see immediately what's going on with Zimri and Cosby, and realizing is that they're poiging the bris. So he takes a spear and he impales them right through their genitals because he sees right away there's nothing. He, he, he's done the work. He has the bris shalom. He's perfected the bris. So he, all he can do is say, I've got to stop this because they're being poiging the bris then the whole seal is gone. My bris, which is my tikkuna bris, which is the seal, which is the chosem, which is exactly where the telemelokim is coming into my body, I have to stop that. So that act, and therefore God says, He was able to assuage my rage. My rage was there because he was, these guys are upturning the world. Pagama bris is taking the world upside down. So tikkuna bris, tikkun chatzos, tikkun of everything that we do is fixing that connection we have with the tzaddik, the tzaddik yisod olam, the rebbe, the rebona shalom, whatever it is that represents that tzalem elokim that's impressed in me. When you talk about the tzaddik being like the wax, and so let's say the letters in the tzaddik, so to speak, is what Hashem has in mind. And that would mean that the signet ring, and, and is it that Hashem represents the Yes, the Selim is so, the signet So in other words, if we look at Hashem, at the signet ring, we, you won't understand. We, we will see the opposite of right. what you No, you won't. It's, it's mumbo-jumbo. You can't look at it. Lo yirani on b'choy. A person can't see me and then live. So you can't see the signet ring. That's beyond us. That's the divine. But we can see its impression. You never see the king. You only see his orders, but, but his proclamation. Hashem, Hashem gave us the Torah. Mm-hmm. Does, is that anything like a signet ring? Yeah, of course. But then, the so if somebody looks at the Torah, 
what they think they understand. No, 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 no. The Torah is etched in the Latin letters. They are the letters that are down here. So the Torah and the Tzaddik were right, both like right, the wax. Right, right. Everything down here. Now there is a Torah ilah up there, which a privileged few can can see. There's a there's there's a Gemara in Soiter Daf Lamed that says Keshe Olu Yisrael Minayam. Ra'u Einehem, their eyes opened. Ra'u Esashchina, they saw the Shechina. And their immediate response was Shira. So the Gemara says, Everyone? They said, Even a child on his mother's neck looked up. Even a child suckling took his face away from the breast and looked up. And then one Mandama says, Even the children in their mother's wombs. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? You can't see through the womb. So he says, at that moment, the womb was made translucent, like an asplacaria, like a polished glass. And they, even the uber mitoch meyer, even the fetus in its mother's womb, was able to see the Shekhinah and sang Shira. What's this about? I mean, come on, it's a nice story. It's a bit shattered, it's a bit midrash. But what is it really trying to tell us? It's trying to tell us something very profound. It's saying that all my learning of Torah is a remembering of that which I've forgotten. That I, at one point I had some cognitive awareness of the divine. I saw him with my eyes as a fetus, as I participated in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Therefore now, all my studying and all my work in Torah is to reconnect with that primal vision that I want to get back to. And the Pshisva said, my whole life is readying myself for the day when I die because that's the day I will see the Shina. So in a sense, you're right. We don't have access to that now. That's what the function of Torah Mitzvah is. It's to get us to that visual, refining our visual acuity so that we can be Mechavel the Pnei Shina again the way we did once when we were in a fetal uh, life, which, which is a metaphor for that kind of idyllic, Edenic you know, existence before we were born in this world. That's exactly the point, that we do look for that Torah ilah, that secrets of Torah, that you can only taste, you can't see. It's something that you can only feel in your gut, in your heart. You can't see it out there in the real world. But this is a mirror image of that Torah ilah. So we have access to it by working our program, working our process, and keeping this um, constant archaeological digging work going on within our souls. It's a violent work. Caravaggio is right. He chapped right. There is a wounding process because the access to the soul will never happen unless you have a broken heart or a wound that you can access into. Because if you're happy and everything's lardy down, there's no need to move from here to here. It's only in your pain and in your anguish and in the brokenness of your life and your loves and your, your relationships can you even realize there's something deeply wrong. What can I do to fix it? And that is the beginning of the process. Shkai. Shkai. Shkai.